0: Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Couch Rotato Podcast. Producer Adams joining me on today's program as him and I go through Tom Hanks' entire filmography and we try to decide what 10 movies in Tom Hanks' storied career belong in the Couch Rotato Podcast Hall of Fame. And film fans know that this is going to be a pretty tall task as Tom Hanks has had a legendary career that spanned almost 40 years, so... I'm curious to find out what producer Adam thinks goes in. And I hope that you guys are curious to see what we decide what 10 movies go into the Hall of Fame. So coming up next, the Couch Potato Podcast presents to you the Tom Hanks Movie Hall of Fame. All right, got producer Adam joining me on the show this evening. Adam, how's it going, man? Well, it's it's going, and you know me being on here, you know what that means. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be
1: talking about some movies, maybe.
0: That's right. And we've been uh, tossing around doing something kind of like this for a little while now. Just we are trying to, I guess, find the right time to do it and the right actor. And I texted you. I think it was last week or the week before. I say, mm-hmm. hey, let's just let's do it. And I gave you you gave me a list of guys that are actors that you wanted to do, and just mm-hmm. as I was getting ready to text you mine, the only one that we had a common a common was Tom Hanks.
1: Which, she you know He's an excellent actor, so yeah it's it's like, fate.
0: yeah, so I'm like, okay, well, since we both have Tom Hanks on our list, let's just do Tom Hanks so today's episode we are going to. We have a couch potato hall of fame. We throw bunches of shit in there. Like uh, a couple weeks ago in our, uh, hard target episode, we had like, does Van Dam's mullet belong in the hall of fame? Yeah. We we agreed on that. Just, just random shit in the hall of fame. Uh, if you want to send us money so we could build a set hall of fame, we greatly appreciate it. We are on Apple pay cash app. I have a Venmo PayPal, whatever. Send us a donation. We will try to build the Couch Potato Podcast Hall of Fame. Well, that's that's the goal. We'll put a,
1: we'll put a one of uh, those bricks with your name on it in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh, the like do- sidewalk
0: the the donor wing. Right. Yeah. And these exactly. are all the people that made this happen. And Joe Smith, with his five dollar donation, helped build the Couch Potato Podcast Hall of Fame. So Excellent. Maybe we'll even do T shirts. I don't know. That's a long ways away. But, yeah, uh, if you want to help us build this, just hit me up. Uh, You know how to get a hold of us. Send us some money. That'd be awesome. But, uh, yeah, we are going to – Tom Hanks is our first, uh, I guess, inductee actor-wise into the Couch Potato Podcast Hall of Fame. But uh, when you are inducted into the Hall of Fame, like with baseball, they usually will have a cap – with that player's team, the one he's most known for. But I figure in this instance, we would try to take uh, his movies and what movies would go into the Hall of Fame with him. And since he has such a vast filmography, we'll do 10. Build so, a list of 10. Yes, I think 10's a pretty solid number. So um, I figured what we would do is I have our friends at Wikipedia, they... You know they're a godsend when it comes to needing to know anything, whether it's a hundred percent real, to be debated. But in this case, you can't really <laughs> lie about somebody's filmography. I looked it over; they don't say anything about Tom Hanks being in Speed or Enter the Dragon or anything like that. So I know it's pretty legit. This one, this list is so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I figured what we would do is we would go down his filmography. We won't do anything that he was like. Just has a cameo in uh, or any kind of documentaries, things like that. We just do the movies that he has been featured in. And yeah. then from that list, or from that, we'll kind of have our pool of contenders and then we'll whittle down the tens. That sounds like a pretty good. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. All right. Well, uh I'm firing up Wikipedia right now to get. His filmography. My phone doesn't want to cooperate. Probably still has dust in it from Louder Than Life this past weekend. So, uh, okay, there we go. All right. The Tom Hanks Hall of Fame ceremony induction. We did not get a guest speaker. I tried to get his co-star from Bosom Buddies to be on the show, <laughs> give like a little speech, but uh, they didn't return my phone call. Imagine that. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Peter Scolari is his name. I I don't think he's doing anything. I don't understand why. He couldn't be on the show, but the joke's on him. For shame. Yeah. All right. But uh yeah, okay. For get ready to read off this list of uh his vast filmography. I he started his career in nineteen eighty.
1: Yeah. Uh
0: with a little horror movie, which I think it seems to be what a lot of actors at least from that era, seemed to be in as like in a horror movie, then they kind of worked their way up. Yeah. Uh, first feature film role was in a movie called He Knows You're Alone. I didn't really do much okay. research on it. I had never heard of it up until five minutes ago. Yep. So uh, I'd say that definitely does not get any kind of consideration at all. Yeah.
1: Um, it's not well known enough, at least...
0: From our perspective. Right. Um, Then his next film isn't until 1984. I would imagine that's because he's on Bosom Buddies. Mm, said Peter Scalari. where uh, him and his uh, roommate uh, cannot find a a place to live, so they dress up as women, and they move into an all-female apartment complex, which you can imagine (laughs) 80 shenanigans ensue. I it ran for a couple of years. I never watched it. I'd heard of it, but I only knew of uh, Tom Hanks' dressing as a lady and Peter Scolari who didn't return my phone call. <laughs> so fuck him. Um, next movie is Splash, the Ron Howard uh, mermaid movie, which I would I would put that one on the list because that's like his breakout role. See,
1: I uh, I almost put it on the list because it was his breakout role, but uh, I I bumped it for some of my favorites, so it, it is definitely uh, a contender for um, bumping one of mine off in in the uh, grand list of ten that we
0: create. Well, we'll we'll just it could warrant consideration whether it makes the final ten. Who knows? Right. All right. So in yeah, he was kind of busy in nineteen eighty four too. Uh, He does Bachelor Party. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one's kind of a tough one. Uh, Yeah. It's like, it's coming off a splash. He's he's headlining his own movies now. I would say we put it into the pool. I highly doubt it makes it, though. This is kind of one of those, like, if he's a baseball player, this is like that year where he hits like 260 coming off of like a rookie (laughs) of the year campaign yeah he's kind of like a sophomore slump but uh, we'll put bachelor party on there I, i don't think it makes it at the end but right all right so bachelor party the man with the one red shoe i will say no no that was also 1984 um so yeah he's got a kind of a string of uh comedies here uh 1985 oh the man with the one red shoes in 1985 sometimes it's hard to read these on wikipedia they don't really just go (laughs) year they give you this grid and the grid's kind of broken up weird but uh the man with the one red shoe and volunteers or 1985 uh volunteers has john candy in it as well Mm reuniting from splash i'm gonna say no to that one too right Uh, simply because it's, it's not a very memorable movie. I just remember them being in the Peace Corps. and That's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, 1986 gives us the money pit. Nothing in common. And every time we say goodbye, which uh, I did not know until just now, is a Tom Hanks war film where he plays a genteel American in the Royal Air Force. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen that one either. Uh, as much as I like the Money Pit, I don't think it it gets consideration simply because no. of his like his huge catalog of of hits coming down the road. I just I yeah. don't think it deserves it. This is, the Money Pit would be that rebound year. Like okay, mm-hmm. this is the player we've seen in nineteen eighty four. Like, yeah. Okay, he rebounds, he's hit 300, he's got about 26, 27 home runs, he's knocked in 100. Like, okay, <laughs> this is a superstar we thought we were getting in 1984. Right. But I don't think it warrants enough to get him in. Uh, 1987 is Dragnet. Uh, I am a huge mm-hmm. Dragnet fan. I fucking love that movie. I still watch time to time. But it also mm-hmm. suffers the same thing as uh, The Money Pit. Mm-hmm. I think just going down his career, it's not going to make it. So I'm going to say Uh-oh. no. I'm, I'm going to say no on that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's, it's, there's a lot of stuff in that hasn't aged very well. It's, it's, it's a relic of the 80s. It is. I think that
1: Money Pit and Dragnet are, uh, are honorable mentions, but they're not on the list of 10. Yeah.
0: Um 1988 he gets big. Uh that I think is the movie that kind of bumps him up into another mm-hmm. another rung amongst like big name actors in Hollywood. I would say Big definitely goes on the list.
1: Big definitely goes on the list. I mean, uh one of the uh iconic scenes in cinema is him playing on the giant piano, so.
0: With one Robert Loja. Um, Who we absolutely adore here on this show. Uh, He also does punchline. Uh, Him and Sally Field are uh, comedians working their way up the uh, the uh, the comic comic scene Mm -hmm. to try to make it big. I'm going to say no to that one. Um, It's okay, but that movie always I've always found that movie to be kind of odd, simply because. Tom Hanks and Sally Field kind of, there's a romantic subplot going on between the two of them in 1988. And then mm-hmm. six years later, Sally Field plays Tom Hanks' mom in another movie that we'll get to after bed. <laughs> bit. And it just, I just always that's find true. that weird. Um, so that I'm gonna, weird. So I'm going to say no to Punchline. And in 88, that's it for 88. Um hmm Eighty nine, uh, pains me to leave these two movies off the list because I I f- have a special place in my heart for uh, one of the Burbs. movies. But uh, in nineteen eighty eight, he does the Burbs. It's one of my favorite movies of his. Yeah, uh, that is an insanely rewatchable movie. Uh, I remember that movie when I was a kid. Used to get so much mm. play on HBO and Showtime. Like you could always count on. <laughs> between 12 and like four o'clock the burbs would be on
1: yeah uh i put it on my list but i mean
0: okay well you know what you have it on your list mm-hmm. I'll, I'll throw it on there as a okay. warrant consideration just because it's so good and it's it's kind of one of those cult classic movies i don't think it really got the love that it deserves Right. I don't think it, it it wasn't like a box office hit or anything. I I don't Uh, think it it was. Um, in 1989, we also get, uh, if we were doing a hall of fame with actors and animals, I think this movie gets in. Yeah. But being the Tom Hanks hall of fame, it doesn't, he did Turner and Hooch. Yeah. I think it's uh Not
1: his best movie, but it's a good it's a good animal companion movie for sure.
0: Yeah, that's a uh, that was uh 88 89. We got a lot of uh actor dog movies. We got K9 with uh, Jim Belushi and that German Shepherd Cop mm-hmm. 2. And then uh, a couple of years later we got Top Dog with Chuck Norris and that looks like a sheep pound. Yeah. See, we didn't there's a lot of like animal
1: companion movies that happened in the eighties and nineties, like, well, you know, Free Willy and Beethoven and you don't see those anymore.
0: Well, I think uh even going further, I think Turner Hooch is part of a sub subgenre the the dog cop movie. Well yeah, yeah. Which we don't get enough of anymore. Like yeah, if you no, we don't. The writers have like as we record this are officially off strike now, they're back writing. Somebody out there, please write a dog cop movie. A buddy cop movie with a dog and a man. Or a woman. It's I don't care. Of... We know, need we're another. just going to get a prequel to John Wick.
1: Yeah. It's maybe... going to be John Wick
0: and his dog. Oh, Or John Wick's dog is an assassin. The one he gets yeah, there after. Yeah. Perfect. The, that dog runs a <laughs> continental but it's a kennel. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, they, they they have the Continental, which just came out on Peacock now. I think we should pitch that to them. Yep, I like it. The Continental or something stuff. like that. I Continental. <laughs> um, but sadly, we got to leave Turner and Hooch off off the list. Yeah. Um, ninety, he gets uh, Joe versus Volcano, his first pairing with Meg Ryan which mm-hmm. uh, they do a couple more movies. We'll get two here shortly. One for sure probably makes it on the list. Second one, I think, warrants some consideration at least. Um, yeah. He also does the notorious box office bomb, The Bonfire of the Vanities.
1: Yeah.
0: Which I've seen no, that movie twice. I watched it when it came out. And I don't know how I ended up, we used to do a movie night with uh, my mom's friend. They used to invite us over, and what they, her friends would do is they would just go rent like the new releases from this video store. And for some reason, one one evening we, one of the movies we watched was Bonfire of the Vanities. I'm like, why are you showing? Like, <laughs> I would have been like ten or eleven at this time. Like, why are you showing an eleven year old wow. kid Bonfire of the Vanities? Like, wow, fucking adults don't want to watch that movie, let alone an eleven year old kid. Uh watched it again a few years ago. Movie still sucks. Um it still sucks today. Yeah. Sure. He I don't know if uh if in nineteen ninety or ninety two whether this uh warrants it. I don't know if it meets the criteria, although he's in it quite frequently. He narrates the movie Radio Flyer. Yeah, I mean But he's not featured in the movie, you just hear his voice, so I'm gonna say no. Right. And he's not credited either. So
1: he—he's, of course, it's it's part of his filmography, but I don't believe he's in the credits.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so, after Radio Flyer, though, uh, he goes on a run that I think you can count on one hand, like, just like how many actors can go on this incredible run. Uh, he is just pumping out hit after hit after hit and I think honestly Cruz definitely has a, a time frame where he is just on fire uh yeah. maybe De Niro and Pacino in the 70s I would say and then yeah, maybe. uh but this is about it uh he ends 1992 with a league of their own Definitely on the list. Which, yeah, that one definitely gets on the list. Um, that is one of my all-time favorite baseball movies, and he's not the star of it, but he's featured quite prominently in it. And he, every scene he's in, he steals it. I mean, he's just absolutely he incredible in that movie. There's um, no crying in baseball. Yeah, and you get one of the most. It's an iconic sports film you get an iconic scene featuring him. Although my favorite line in that movie is when Gary Marshall hires him to be the manager and yeah. he asks him if he's quit drinking. He says, yeah, he goes, I've given it up. And the owner who's played by Gary Marshall, the uh, Penny Marshall, mm-hmm. the director's brother, uh, he says to Jimmy Dugan, he says, all oh, you've seen the air of your ways. He goes, no, frankly, Mr. Harvey, I just can't afford it. <laughs>
1: gets me every time um, I, uh, I, I, I love that movie I even like I just recently had surgery and uh, the first time I got up uh, to use the bath after my surgery uh, they were pumping me full of liquids and uh, the nurse actually said something along the lines of oh wow you really had to go and I was like yeah I'm uh, I'm Jimmy Dugan from the league
0: <laughs> Yeah, that, that I think that scene is probably on uh the Mount Rushmore of like movie pissing scenes along with uh <laughs> Leslie Nielsen and the Naked Gun. Yeah. <laughs> those are like the top two for sure. I'm pretty sure I'm missing something else. We'll um, do another Hall
1: of Fame later. Yeah. <laughs> all t-
0: well just when we do a League of Their Own or The Naked Gun. <laughs> we'll we'll mention those in our <laughs> Hall of Fame. Um, 93, he, uh, starts out with sleepless in Seattle. Mm-hmm. That one definitely gets yep. in. I think that is probably yeah. on the, uh, Mount Rush more of romantic comedies. Uh, his yeah. second pairing with Meg Ryan. Uh, I've only seen it a handful of times just because it's not really my speed. I don't really seek yeah. out romantic comedies that often. Uh,
1: Neither do I, but I mean, I've seen it enough where it's it's definitely a classic
0: for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, and then he wins uh, the first of two Academy Awards in Philadelphia. I would say Philadelphia deserves some consideration, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, he
0: does. A movie yep. that, in terms sure, of yeah. uh, culturally, has not aged well in terms of uh, how uh, the AIDS, AIDS victims or AIDS you know, suffers were treated, especially the gay community. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's a fantastic performance by him. Uh, and, uh, it also features the streets of Philadelphia with Bruce Springsteen, which, uh, if you want to take me out of a good mood, play that song.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, 94. He wins his second Academy award in a row for Forrest Gump. I definitely say Forrest Gump gets. In. Uh, I think if there is uh, a surefire first ballot movie that goes in, it has to be Forrest Gump. It's probably his most yeah. iconic role. I would not. I, would t- do I that, don't think yeah. it's his best, but it's his most iconic for sure. Uh, we've even done a Forrest Gump movie episode on the on the program, so I'd say Forrest Gump gets in. Um, Forrest
1: Gump definitely gets in.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Then we are into 1990 90, 95 uh, Apollo 13 and Toy Story. Uh, both of them definitely mm-hmm. deserve some consideration. Yes. Um, with Apollo 13 um, I was watching something not too long ago. It was regarding the 95 uh, film year and looking back at the nominees for Best Picture that year, I think Apollo 13 is the only one that I would still put in the best picture race because uh, mm-hmm. there were so many great movies that came out in 95. Toy Story being one of them uh right but yeah like you could bump Braveheart uh, Babe would probably be one I would bump but yeah Apollo 13, uh, I'd say it's probably Ron Howard's best movie. I would agree for with sure that too. um and then he also does toy story uh toy story definitely gets mm. i i think if there's a second one that needs to be put in for sure it's the first toy story simply because that yeah. movie's a game changer in the animation world yeah. and i think uh in the disney like animation renaissance which started probably what 90 no probably 89 there's, with the little mermaid 80 yeah, yeah. Uh I think that Buzz and Woody are probably the most recognizable animated characters from that from 89 forward. Oh,
1: oh yeah. Um and like they his performance and and performance in that movie, like actually a lot of the toys really uh they kind of made it not so um uh, I don't know what how to how to put it. Uh, I don't know. Adults could enjoy it too. Mm-hmm. The 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 way that Woody is portrayed is, um,
0: very heavy
1: handed sometimes.
0: So, mm. and he did
1: a really good job.
0: Um, ninety six. Uh, he's not the star of it, but he's featured in it, and it's his directorial debut. That thing you do. As mm-hmm. cool of a movie as it is, I'd say it doesn't get in, and I think yeah, it suffers. Uh, it, it suffers from like some of the other movies. It just, it his catalog is so big, it would be unfair to try to make a case for it, knowing that it, there's no way it gets in.
1: He's great in it. I, I I like watching it, and when it's on, I'll I'll keep watching it. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think just it gets beat out by other movies of his.
0: Mm. Uh nineteen ninety eight. Uh he does Saving Private Ryan and You've Got Mail. Uh I think Private mm-hmm. Ryan definitely does. Yeah, Private Ryan does. Um I I honestly think that movie for me anyways doesn't work as well if it isn't if Tom Hanks isn't Captain Captain yeah. Miller. I think he put somebody else in that role and just doesn't work quite as well especially right, the yeah. scene where he finally reveals to everybody after they've had this pool for a year or for months now about what he did back home. Mm-hmm. That, that scene still gets me to this day where mm-hmm. he basically tells everybody that he is only doing this to get back home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got mail's an interesting case. Um, I would say yes, but I don't think it's got a strong case simply because it's the third pairing with him and Meg Ryan. It was a it big is. hit at the box office, but I think if you think of those two together, you're always going to mm-hmm. gravitate towards Sleepless in Seattle first.
1: Yeah, I think it, it uh Sleepless in Seattle being on the list kind of bumps mm-hmm. this one off.
0: Yeah, I'm going to put it on there uh, just just because mm-hmm. it was a big hit, but I don't think it gets okay. in. Uh, we've got 12 movies so far (laughs) and we are still in the
1: 90s incredible
0: run that Tom Hanks is currently on. Uh, (laughs) we're still in the nineties too. Uh, 99 and, uh, we get toy story two and the green mile
1: green mile for sure. Toy story two, I think gets beat out by the first toy story because of, uh, uh, I think it's performance is a little bit better than the first toy story.
0: Uh I That's what anyways. I have a problem like I doing all the Toy Story movies in this simply because uh-huh. I think that they've done them better. I actually Toy Story is one of those series where I actually perf- like I like 2 better than 1 and I like 3 uh-huh. the best of all of them. Okay. Um but he kind of set the template with 1. And yeah. it's like with the rest of you, like, okay, I'm just fine tuning the formula that already worked. Right. So I don't know. Like I'm going to put it on the list. Toy Story okay. two. And I think Toy Story three. Um. But I think that, um, I think if another one gets in, it would be Toy Story three simply because his Woody's trying to deal with the fact that Andy's growing up. And doesn't yeah. need him anymore. It's kind of like the arc, like is definitely the arc of the movie. And I think mm-hmm. a lesser actor, like say, saving probably Ryan. If that's somebody yeah, else voicing Woody, doesn't work quite as well. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I I'll put them both in. Um, let's see. We are in two thousand. We get Castaway. I think Castaway deserves. Yeah. For sure. Definitely
1: deserves it. He, uh, he can't tell me that you don't get sad whenever he's uh, yelling for Wilson. So
0: uh that is probably one of the best performances I've I've ever seen. He essentially has to act uh, against a soccer or is a vo- it's a volleyball. Volleyball, for yeah. Probably a good two thirds of the movie. Yeah. He's acting against an inanimate object and he's just killing it. Um, so yeah, I'd say that one gets in. Um, 2002, we get uh, "Road to Perdition and Catch Me If You Can. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to say yes to "Road to Perdition simply because it's a different role than we are accustomed to seeing him in. Okay. Uh, he's a, a not... So much a villain, but he's not a nice guy. Yeah. Um Um, if
1: you ask me though, I think both of them probably get bumped for something better, but yeah. Go ahead and put uh Road to Perdition on there.
0: Uh Catch Me If You Can, I would say it would at least merit some consideration, but I don't think it gets in either, simply because that's yeah, that's a Leo movie with Tom Hanks kind of sprinkling in some some Tom Hanks seasoning. yeah. Like the, the main dish is Leo and then you got you got Tom Hanks. Yeah, H- Tom Tom Hanks is old bay seasoning in this. <laughs> <laughs> like, the movie's good but you know you, you add some old bay seasoning in there. It's it's fucking kicking it up a notch. Uh let's see. We I I noticed that uh once we get past Catch Me If You Can. His filmography starts to get a little bit spotty. It, yeah. It's kind of like a Catch Me If You Can is like kind of like the last of that incredible Tom Hanks run that we had. Yeah. Um, in 2004, we get The Lady Killers and The Terminal mm-hmm. and The Polar Express, which is animated. I'm going to say no to the lady killers simply because that considering who's involved in that movie, that movie doesn't work. And I don't yeah. think it's very good. No. Um, the terminal. It's I, it's, I'm going to say no to the terminal as well. It, it's a solid movie, but it's not what we're accustomed to. And coming off of what we had experienced for damn near 10 years, He's, it's kind of it's a letdown. Not, yeah. And it's Spielberg it's and really Tom Hanks together. It should be better than it is. It should be, but it's not. <laughs> and then the Polar <laughs> Express, weird. I would say yes, simply because it's a holiday staple. I don't think it's a great movie personally. The scene, no. like the animation is incredibly weird in it. It's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> it's Uncanny Valley. But I think considering it's one of those uh modern holiday classics now it gets played every uh-huh. year christmas time i'd say yeah. it deserves some consideration all right uh doesn't really get anything he does uh some voice work in uh cars and he does a and fuck i just exited out of Wikipedia all together. Curse my damn clumsy um, I, thumbs.
1: I, um, I have it up right now. Uh so uh he did voice work in cars but he was uh it was like a cameo. So Yeah. That does not get considered. Uh He also is um a narrator on a short in 2005, but in 2006 we get uh The Da Vinci Code.
0: Um I'd say no to the, to the Da Vinci Code. I mean, that was a big hit when it came out, but it's not a very good movie.
1: No, it's not. I know it was a hit and like everybody loved the books, but I, it's one of those things where uh, you get a run of movies that are everybody loves it and it's like big for the time. And then, uh, you know, uh, we had those years um, with like. Uh, the hunger games and the maze runner and all of those like angsty teen novels being made into movies too. And they're just okay now. So
0: hey, I'll still ride for the hunger games.
1: I think my, I'll
0: still ride for the hunger games though. I fucking, the, the first two movies were actually really good. I, the the rest of them could take them or leave them. They have a, another one coming out in November, I think, don't they? Pretty sure there's like a a fourth Hunger Games movie coming out. Yeah, oh yeah or is it a is. fifth one? Because then they break the uh, the last one into two. Two, yeah, it's
1: it's a fifth one.
0: Uh, let's see, two thousand seven, we get a brief uh, voice cameo in the Simpsons movie, which. We already said the voice stuff. Yeah. We're not counting. And he does Charlie Wilson's right. War with uh, yeah. Julia Roberts and uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm going to say no to that one. It's it's a good movie. I thought it was a very fun movie, but at the end of the day, it's not very memorable. Like, when I'm thinking of Tom yeah, Hanks movies. I don't think of Charlie Wilson's War right away.
1: We're basically uh, measuring everything to the bar of his, uh, his great run in the 90s. So,
0: yeah, I think it, it gets bumped for sure. Uh, let's see, uh, 2008, he has a cameo in his son's uh, f- starring role in The Great Buck Howard. I'm going to say no, because I don't know who the fucking Great Buck Howard is. <laughs> uh, 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angels and Yeah. Uh, no, if we're not putting the first one in, we're definitely not putting the second one in. And those are movies that seem yeah. to get worse as they go on for sure uh 2010 we get toy story 3 and larry crown uh i'm gonna say yes to toy story 3 simply because we got two and one in there i think it's yeah. personally he's the his best work and those is in this one here but yeah. whether it gets in i don't know and larry crown i'm gonna say no i've watched that movie once i think it has yeah, julia roberts good. in it too it's like yeah um i didn't like it Yeah, so I'm going to say yes to Toy Story 3. Okay. Uh, Let's see. And now we are in 2011. Uh, We got extremely loud, incredibly close. Uh, Surprising Mm -hmm. Best Picture nominee that year. Uh, I don't think I even finished it. Yeah, I
1: think it was uh, the subject matter that made it uh, have a little bit more clout, but I don't think it uh, warrants a Tom Hanks... uh, Hall of
0: Fame. Yeah. Um, he also voiced a couple of, uh, voiced Woody in a couple of uh, Disney shorts. Mm-hmm. So no to those as well, since it's right primarily just a, sh- a short film. Uh, let's see. Now we are in 2012. Uh, the Wachowski yep. Brothers' Cloud Atlas. I don't know if no. I've seen this one. <laughs> I as a matter of fact I, I haven't seen it. I've heard very it, mixed things about it. I I didn't like it. Right really? now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going no, off of what you said. I'm going to say no to it too. I've I've heard anywhere from it's going to be one of those movies that like people don't like now but 20 25 years down the road they're going to look at it as like a misunderstood classic to where it's a piece of shit. And, I've only seen it the once, and I was super bored. Uh, but that might—that's probably why I yeah. never watched. Is it. like usually, if I hear enough negative things about a movie, I probably won't check it out. Yeah. And the Wachowski brothers are very hit and miss with me. Well, I guess the Wachowski sisters now—I do apologize—but the time they were the brothers, the Wachowski's. Uh, yes, I do apologize for the flub. They, their movies were very hit and miss with me like the matrix mm-hmm. bound was good. Uh, the second matrix I thought was solid. Um, speed racer was fucking like, that is a visual delight. The movie itself is a little uneven, but, and then right. some of their other stuff. So I don't know. Uh, I'm going to leave cloud Atlas off because I've never seen it. And I'm going simply off of you saying it, it's not any good. So, yeah. Um, 2013, we get Captain Phillips and Saving Mr. Banks. I'm going to say yes to Captain Phillips, and I'm going to say this because I think him as Captain Phillips is the best Tom Hanks role post that incredible run, that 10-year run. This is the best thing he's done coming out of that. I would agree with that. And he got an Oscar nomination too for it, so I'm going to say Mm -hmm. yes to that. Yes, I, I want to say yes to
1: uh, Saving Mr. Banks as well, uh, simply because even if you haven't seen it uh, and it's mostly it's not really a, a him movie, uh, but he he pulls it off Walt Disney really well. And I am always enthralled and uh, encapsulated by his um, monologue about his uh, delivering his father's newspaper uh, as, when he was a kid. Every time that monologue comes on, I watch it all the way through. It's just mm-hmm. captivating. So must say he did a really good job in that movie.
0: Um, My only, my only uh, uh,
1: one that I'm going to argue for.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've seen saving Mr. Banks either. It's good. I like it. Uh, I mean, even if you don't watch the
1: entire thing, I highly recommend you watch that scene uh, with him and, Okay. Talking about his father's newspaper.
0: Um, two thousand fifteen we get Bridge of Spies. Uh that's a, a good mm. movie. Um it's always gonna be remembered for uh Mark Rylance stealing a best supporting actor away from Sylvester Stallone's performance in Creed, which I still say he stole it. That should have gone to Stallone. Um <laughs> uh, oh, have you have you seen Creed?
1: Uh, Yeah, I I was gonna say yeah.
0: Stallone is like that's the best work Stallone's ever done, and considering he was like the king of Hollywood for a a long time, and they give those guys those uh, makeup Oscars anyways. Yeah, they should have given it to Stallone. Not saying anything was wrong with Mark Rylance's performance in that. He's actually really really good, but and he probably would have won it any other year. But you should have given that to Stallone. I mean, it's fucking awesome in Creed, but. This is the yeah. Tom Hanks Hall of Fame, not me bitching about Oscar <laughs> Oscar robberies because uh, we can That would be like a five part miniseries. series. <laughs> uh, oh, we can see. talk about that forever. Yeah, he was in a movie called Hologram for the King. Uh, I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever seen this one either. Uh, so I'm going to say no, simply because I've never heard of it, and that's very that's rare territory for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of it either. Um, 2016, he plays, uh, Captain Sully, Sullenberger and, uh, Clint Eastwood Sully. Uh, I'm going to say good no. Movie. Uh, Sully is a good movie, but
1: it's some Captain Phillips. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's one of those ones where it's like, okay, it's kind of like you're kind of coasting on. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's now at that point of his career where he's kind of like the, uh, the the baseball player who's kind of near the end of his career, he's still putting up solid numbers. Mm -hmm. He hasn't lost his starting job yet, but it's like, okay, he's not the player that he was 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, He also does Inferno, the third of those uh, Da Vinci Code movies which uh definitely Mm -hmm. no because it's by far the worst of the three and that's really saying something that's quite the accomplishment considering how bad the other two are um (laughs) 2017 he does the circle which is a little movie where he plays a like a straight villain in that he's kind of like a i wanted uh, to see it i never did that's it's all right. If you catch it on TV, it's like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll and you got nothing to do. Like, okay, I'll, I'll throw it on for, you know, let it play, but mm-hmm. I'm not actively seeking not it out. Uh, I like the actors
1: in it. I just never got to see it. So
0: yeah, he I plays like, an evil version of, like Steve jobs. Uh, okay. I remember I only watched it because uh, I used to be part of these uh, groups on Facebook that sold the digital codes out of movies. Mm-hmm. and somebody gave me a copy, a code of that, so I redeemed it. And I ended up redeeming on the wrong format, <laughs> so it never transferred over. So I might as well watch it. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 there. <laughs> it's a movie. Out yeah. of all the movies I've seen, it's one of them. Um, 2017, yeah. he does The Post with uh, Meryl Streep. I'm going to say no to The Post. Uh, it's a solid movie. I think it even got a, an Oscar nomination for Best yeah. Picture. But I. Yeah, no, it's it's like Incredibly Loud.
1: Or, uh, uh, yeah, Incredibly Loud. Or what is it?
0: Uh, it's it's something
1: Loud and Incredibly it's, Close. Uh, it's something extremely matters, Loud and Incredibly Close. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but it's the subject matter that elevates the movie. And then, uh, I mean,
0: other a, than that. It's a better movie. <laughs> I at, yeah. least, I, I at least finished the post. <laughs> um, 2018, we get Toy Story 4. Uh, I'm going to say no to Toy Story 4 simply because we have three of them on here already. Yeah. And I think in terms of uh, in the Toy Story uh, realm, it's probably the weakest of the four. It's still good. It's still a really, really good movie, and it's better than most of the stuff Pixar's done in recent times but it i i don't think it gets in the hall of fame for that i uh i am
1: very uh i don't want to say hated in my i'm i'm reviled uh, reviled in my household for liking toy story for at all
0: uh i you I'm, know what i always uh i'm always fond of the keanu reeves duke kaboom yeah. I like
1: I like Duke Kaboom, but, uh, I think that, um, the character Woody, uh, if you haven't seen Toy Story 4, spoiler alert, but it's been years, so, oh, well, mm-hmm. um, I think that the character Woody abandons everything that he's told the toys from the past three movies, you know, be there for your kid, no matter what, just be there for your kid, and he's just like, all right, whatever, I'm just gonna go, uh she doesn't like me anymore so I'm just gonna go and hang out with my uh, my old girlfriend that randomly showed up mm-hmm. like okay you just abandoned all of your principles your entire character from the inception of the Toy Story movies is just gone because we need a plot device. <laughs>
0: hey you know what even though he's a toy I mean Woody's got needs too <laughs> <laughs> can't fault him for it um i he really doesn't have anything of uh of note except for the next movie that i'm going to name and i think this one is the last of his movies i think deserves some consideration and that is his portrayal mm-hmm. as mr rogers in a beautiful day in the neighborhood
1: yes that uh, does con- uh deserve some consideration Uh, simply because
0: like you know fred rogers is a beloved uh children's television host tom hanks nails it perfectly uh like i when they said that uh Mm -hmm. he was playing mr rogers like okay i i can i could see it but then when you see the trailer for it then when you see the performance in it which he got a an oscar nomination for that too um yeah blew my mind i think I don't think it gets in at the end of the day, but I think it deserves to be considered for it. So yeah, I'm going to throw it on the list. Um, okay. And then after that, uh, we have, I'm trying to write this down. I should just put the damn Mr. Rogers movie. I don't know why I'm fucking putting the whole fucking title here. I'm an idiot. Um. <laughs> But uh, after that, uh, we have uh, Greyhound, which uh, he made in 2020, came out during the pandemic, which mm-hmm. sold to Apple. Uh, that's a good movie. Don't think it deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, but that was a damn good movie. And when you were star for entertainment in 2020, it's the best thing since sliced bread. Like I my first (laughs) watch, I was like, man, that's like fucking Hunt for Red October submarine good. I've watched it since then and I had to pump the brakes on that opinion a little bit.
1: Yeah. It's not
0: it's not in the class of Hunt for Red October or, you know, but u five seven one, yeah, they're they're sharing uh they're sharing a mailman. Yeah. Uh he did News of the World, uh another uh pandemic uh movie which no doesn't get in. Uh Finch uh, or Apple TV movie. Yeah, no, uh, he was in Elvis. He played Colonel Tom Parker. I'm definitely going to say no to that. I have not watched yeah. Elvis yet, but I've seen some of the stuff with Tom Hanks and that fucking accent he does is absolutely atrocious. And I'm like, what are you thinking, dude?
1: I mean, they thought the same thing of his Forrest Gump accent, but th- this is on a whole new level.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say no to that one. He did uh, Pinocchio for Disney Plus. I have not seen that. Uh heard I it's heard an it absolute wrong. train wreck.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, then he was also in A Man Called Otto, which I started to watch, but I also suffer from old man syndrome and fall asleep a lot in a chair. So I, didn't I don't get to think I've ever it. seen that one. <clears throat> it's, it's solid. He plays kind of like he's doing his best Clint Eastwood from Gran Torino without the racism. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, it was solid what I seen. I would just have yet to finish it, and then uh, you told yeah. me he's an asteroid city, uh, mm-hmm. which I have not seen as of yet. But you said it's pretty good. But does it warrant going into the Tom Hanks Hall of Fame? You know, he's
1: not in enough. Okay. Uh, he's a minor
0: character. Yeah. Okay, and that is it for him. And we have. Let me count these down. We got one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. We have twenty-two movies up for consideration. We have to knock that in
1: half and then some.
0: Okay, so I'm just going to knock the no-brainers out of here first. Uh, Forrest Gump is a yes. Yes, for sure. Uh, I'm going to say, Ray. uh, I will say Toy Story is a definite yes. The first one,
1: sad, strange little man. You have my pity. Farewell.
0: Uh, let's see, Castaway is a definite yes. I mean, well, at least that's bad. what I think.
1: Yep. I'm just gonna do lines from every
0: <laughs> well, sad. Um let's see I'd almost say Philadelphia because he won an Oscar for it, but I don't know if I feel comfortable bumping something else that warrants it. Um so I think- our, our three definites are so far Forrest gump, toy story, and castaway. Mm-hmm. Those are the definite right. those ones to get in. Uh, What we've got left, we have Splash, Bachelor Party, Big, The Burbs, A League of Their Own, Sleepless in Seattle, Philadelphia, Apollo 13, Saving Private Ryan, You've Got Mail, Toy Story 2, The Green Mile, Road to Perdition, Catch Me If You Can, The Polar Express, Toy Story 3, Captain Phillips, Saving Mr. Banks, and A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Okay, so
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna knock out some uh, just to, and you can argue with me, but I think we knock out the rest of the Toy Story movies.
0: Yeah, I would agree because with that. Simply be- Toy
1: Story. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, he he created the template, the formula, the recipe mm-hmm. for uh, Sheriff Woody and Toy Story, and it just really everything else is just like, yeah, you know, just you know. Varying the flavor a little bit, like you know, like it was good. I could add a pinch of salt to it. Toy Story Two's pinch salt, you know what? Could use a little paprika too. So Toy Story (laughs) Three's that's the paprika. I'm okay knocking the Toy Story movies off. Uh, I said as much as as much as uh, he's good in them. I can't see Mm -hmm. three movies hogging up three spots when there's other stuff that could warrant consideration yeah um Um, what about splash i
1: think think, um okay so splash is uh iconic but i think it gets bumped for um any of the other rom-coms uh simply because they're more prominent i think splash is kind of a uh I mean, it it was one of the first ones that he's done, but it's still not his iconic role. I, I I think, Mm.
0: um, I I think the bachelor party gets knocked out too. Yeah. Simply because it's like, okay, you know, it's kind of a stab at, uh, raunchy comedy. It, it proves that he could be a leading man, Mm -hmm. but I think between the movie, not, uh, aging very well, especially that fucking scene with the donkey. <laughs> um yeah i mean, I'm okay knocking uh Bachelor Party out as well, just because I mean it's one of those ones when you're going down the list of Tom Hanks movies. I don't think it's going to get like oh yeah, he was in sure. you're gonna mention Bachelor Party before you mention like Forrest Gump or yeah you're not yeah. gonna yeah, I think that uh big warrants uh being on the list. I, I think so too. I would I was going to say big. I would put in simply because that kind of catapulted him into like, okay, you you can you can headline your own movie, yeah. And I think it's kind of like the the early like this is the first Tom Hanks kind of has that uh, that template for being like the relatable everyman. Uh-huh. You know, like yeah, he's not like especially during this time. It's usually you had like the guys that were like. Doing well at playing like darker characters, like De Niro, or mm. you had the action guys like Schwarzenegger, Stallone. You know, yeah. to a lesser extent, there really was kind of like I'm sure I'm probably missing somebody, but I think Tom Hanks kind of perfected the everyman role that was missing in the, like the the sure. 80s, in the 90s, mm-hmm. and I think this is like the the early template for what you'd get out of him later on. Yeah. And plus, uh, yeah, am. Uh, going back to when, uh, going to like uh, our Midnight Run episode, which you can listen to wherever you get podcasts. Mm-hmm. Shameless plug of the episode. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, De- Robert De Niro wanted to do Josh Baskin. And this is a totally no. different movie, a movie that I don't think works. No. But De Niro was Josh Baskin.
1: Not at oh. all. I don't see that at all. That's yeah, no.
0: And I, I think this is the start of Tom Hanks like being in roles that like no one else can do. Right. And the movie is going to work quite as well with somebody else besides him. Doesn't not always like that, but this is like the first one right. of those. So yeah, we yes,
1: had an actor that stays off of the um, uh, Eric Stoltz uh, recast award that we uh we have in some of our previous podcasts mm. it's tom hanks he stays off the list for
0: sure all right i'm gonna run down a few of these real quick i think that they should get in uh, a league of their own yeah for sure Yep. um i say sleepless in seattle i think it's kind of like one of the the iconic uh yeah rom-com Splash doesn't If Splash doesn't make the list, that does for sure. Yeah. Um, I say Apollo 13. Yep. For sure. So let me put Apollo 13. I think saving Private Ryan. Yes. Very much so. Okay. So. And see one, two, three. Philadelphia simply because it's his first Oscar and it proved that he's not just a comedic actor. Okay. So that gives us nine. So we have we've got the Burbs. You've got Mail, the Green Mile. Road to Perdition, Catch Me If You Can, The Polar Express, Captain Phillips, Saving Mr. Banks, and A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. um Reading off the ones that we have already, I think it's safe to say the Burbs doesn't make the cut. Right. As much I, as I'm I gonna love narrow it,
1: it down, I'm going to narrow it down to two, and uh, let let me think. Let me see what you think. Um, but Captain Phillips and the Green Mile,
0: see, I was gonna say Captain Phillips and a beautiful day in the neighborhood
1: okay, I really liked the
0: Green Mile though man <laughs> i I like the Green Mile,, mm-hmm. but i I don't think it's very memorable, ah. Like when okay. it comes to like some of his other movies. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's I, a good movie.
0: I'm, I mean, it's a little sappy in some spots. Um, I personally, this is my cool. hot take of the episode, the Frank Darabont, Stephen King adaptations. I think it's the third best one he's done. I think uh, Shawshank Redemption, obviously we considered that on the oh, show. Yeah, one of the perfect. best movies of all time and i actually the mist is a fucking oh, is. awesome movie an awesome movie that kind of gets lost in the the shuffle and uh maybe maybe coming up as part of uh, our uh, spooky spooky season month coming up here next starting next week um well we'll we'll make a case for i think road's perdition uh gets the boot too i it's a yeah. good movie, but and then uh, but once again, it's one of those things where I think if you're listing his movies, you're not remembering that one. Um, Catch me if you right. can. It's a Leo movie.
1: It's a Leo movie, yeah. I think he gets the boot just for that because, I mean, like you said, it's just a little dash of Tom Hanks and a Leo movie.
0: Uh, Polar Express, no. Uh, mm. At the end of the day, that fucking animation creeps me out. <laughs> um and I know you really enjoy this movie but uh Saving really? Mr Banks I don't think makes the yeah. cut either especially yeah, when you're looking really... at these three uh yeah three movies that we're debating between the end Yeah Um I don't know man I'm probably going to ride for Captain Phillips uh that is a fucking banger of a movie uh st- st- Still incredibly rewatchable uh, and that's okay. kind of how I warrant like how good movies are if I can revisit them again Yeah, and I, I can walk in anytime during Captain Phillips and just be locked in okay but I mean I like it, man, you, man. well uh, we never really discussed so, like A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood There's I mean he it. fucking nails he, he an nails iconic uh, like an American icon like let's be real Fred Rogers is like the fucking man Day- mm-hmm. Daytime television as a child—if you stayed home sick from school—was basically built yeah. around yeah. Mister Rogers, Sesame Street, and fucking Bob Barker. Yeah, all fucking icons, all American icons, and you know Sesame Street's still rolling, but we don't have Bob Barker and uh, Fred Rogers anymore. But he right. fucking nails, he- nails it. He does. Um.
1: I don't think, I mean, he, he does. And it's mainly because, like, like I said before with, uh, um, the other movies, it's the subject matter that elevates the movie. And he, he nails it. He does. But I think that when it comes to a movie that, um, you know, you think about, uh, Tom Hanks being in versus, okay, this is a movie about Fred Rogers. Um, I think that Captain Phillips beats it out.
0: Okay. Or, or do we bump one of the other nominees? And put okay, what do that? we got on? There? Uh as of right now, R10. Mhm. And I don't know why I was typing in Captain Phillips and I typed in Captain America.
1: Um <laughs> that would be a completely different
0: Yeah. <laughs> that would have been like a 10 minute <laughs> out of a 10 minute Disney short. Uh we have uh, <laughs> Forrest Force Gump, Toy Story, Castaway, big a league of their own sleepless in Seattle, Apollo 13, saving private Ryan, Philadelphia, and captain Phillips. That's the 10 we've got I right now.
1: I, I can't bump any of
0: those. Yeah. I mean,
1: if I had to bump anything, it would be sleepless in Seattle just because it's a rom-com, but I can't do that just because it's a rom-com.
0: Yeah. I, I think that with romantic comedies, especially uh, from the 90s on that's the template or that's the movie that every romantic comedy strives to be it's like there's three or four pretty Woman's obviously mm-hmm. one and i think sleepless in seattle is one of those too that like you i that's the movie we want to be and they copy yeah. like not so much the the story because i don't see too many uh, widowers calling into a radio show but you know kind of like that similar yeah similar just I, I, I can't bump Sleepless in Seattle. I mean, I personally, if this was my favorite Tom Hanks movies, I would be bumping three or four off these to make sure I got room for the Burbs. Right. Oh yeah. Because I mean, like right. everybody's got the fucking creepy neighbors that they wonder if they're, <laughs> they're murdering people. But it's not a it's not a it's not a Hall of Fame movie. Uh, if right. you're okay with this, man, I'm totally cool going uh, yeah. with it. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with it. All right, we've got, our, we've got our list. So for those of you not paying attention, which I, I'm sure we probably lost you five minutes into this episode, but if you are still with us an hour or two minutes into it, the official Tom Hanks Couch Potato Podcast Movie Hall of Fame selections are Forrest Gump, Toy Story, Castaway, Big, A League of Their Own, Sleepless in Seattle, Apollo 13, Saving Private Ryan, Philadelphia, and Captain Phillips. I'm good with that list. I'll sleep well at night with that list.
1: Yeah. I like that list, too. I like it a lot.
0: Alright, yeah, I won't wake up in the middle of the night like, fuck, we should have put Splash in there instead of fucking Philadelphia, which will never happen. Um,
1: Well, let me ask you this now. What's the best Tom Hanks movie
0: of that list? Uh... Oh, that's a good question. I I'm going to say Castaway. Like you're talking about like best movie or best performance. Uh let's do performance. Performance is Castaway yeah. simply because he has nothing to act against except for an an inanimate, inanimate yeah. object and I don't think anybody's pulling that off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh favorite movie yeah. though out of that list. I don't know, that's tough, man. Uh <laughs> I would say probably Saving Private Ryan. Okay. Cuz I'm like I'm a sucker for I I know it's it's not cool to like be enamored with more movies and I tend to gravitate towards that that type of stuff but just the fact that before that movie came out there was nothing like it that really came out. And I think Tom Hanks is so good in that movie, and I don't think anybody else is pulling off Captain Miller. I don't think anybody's doing that. He's excellent. Man, for yeah. Um. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, I, I'll Apollo Thirteen's another good one though, man. That that movie comes mm-hmm. on TV like that scene in Apollo Thirteen where they're trying to figure out what vital uh uh functions they need to keep that yeah, under the too. The amps they need, like oh man, that that's fucking thrilling. That's thrilling movie making right there. Like, oh, like, yeah. f- and I know it's gonna happen, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, it's over. They're not gonna make it. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you know they're gonna make it. And Kevin Bacon's fucking dying. Tom Hanks is holding shit together. Oh man, such a good movie. Yeah. Um. Well. I I think that does it, man. Uh, I, I'm yeah. satisfied with that list. That's a good Hall of Fame list. Uh, Tom Hanks uh, should be proud. That's that's a good good list to be the first uh, actor inducted into the Couch Potato Podcast Hall of Fame.
1: Yep. Um, if uh, if you would accept the award, we would give you one, but we know that you're extremely busy. So just, well, he uh, he is a fan of
0: typewriters. Play. His award, we could like. Give him a gold spray painted old typewriter. I like that we're spray painting it in gold. I'm not, I dude, I don't got that kind of money for fucking like to get one gold plated. <laughs> I'm I'm begging for fucking money at the beginning of this episode to build a hall of fame. <laughs> that most likely would just be in the garage.
1: I mean, hey, we we can put the uh, gold spray painted typewriter in the garage and call it the hall of fame.
0: Yeah. There we go. Perfect. Um, <laughs> hope you guys and gals enjoyed this episode. If you disagree with our list, if there's something that we left out that you think warrants consideration or you, know, you just think our list sucks, whatever, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, threads. I know I keep saying this. Uh, I do need to get on TikTok. I need to go through a training course with my son to show me how to make videos on there. Uh, maybe I'll do that this weekend. Um, you can find our links in the show description. So please reach out to us. You can also reach us by email at Podcast at gmail.com. And if you like what you heard today, please help support the show by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. We do greatly appreciate it. And uh, that also helps us out in search results. If someone wants to look up Tom Hanks Hall of Fame, we would be one of the first episodes they would find. So uh, that would help us out immensely. So until uh, next week, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye, everybody.